Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new, an extra special welcome to you, whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, or just like got a text from a friend referring you to this podcast, I'm happy that you are here. You are in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little boss babe community growing, and we might not be huge, but we are mighty. Be sure to follow this podcast in all of my socials by clicking the link down in the show notes or the description box. I'm very active on there all the time, so you can catch a lot of fun things like recipes, fitness tips, and more every single day on especially my Instagram because that is the app that I love the most. So let's first set the mood. It is currently at like 6.30 p.m. on a Saturday evening, and I woke up a little bit groggy because I like kind of am sick and kind of not. I think I'm more overworked than ill because I was studying a lot for physics and for other exams and papers I have coming up. And it was just a lot of things coming at me at once. And I think I didn't let myself sleep enough. I didn't allow my body to rest enough, which is why I'm kind of like semi coming down with something like not really, but it's, it's a really weird, like almost sick, but not quite state that I'm in, which is fine. As long as I don't get fully sick, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that, you know, my body will just fight off whatever it is trying to right now. But yeah, we kind of woke up weird. We also had a snowstorm. So happy April fools for Minnesota filming this on April 1st. So yeah, we got a lot of snow and because of the snow, I was unable to come to work on time. So then I went to work two hours late. So it was a whole ordeal this morning, but we made it back in one piece. Um, after work, I had dinner and now I'm here recording this. And this is like take three because the, the camera keeps just like doing weird stuff. And I'm trying so hard to make sure that it is going to film me normally this time. Because last week's pod episode, it was like kind of weird quality. So this time around, I hope that the quality is a lot better and I'm hoping that the camera isn't going to like randomly cut me off while I keep talking. So a high of this week is the fact that I was extremely productive days Monday through Thursday. I had a lot to get done and I was like on a productivity high. Like I was exploring new study spaces. I was re getting really involved with all my homework and it was just going good. And then I think when I'm going through these productivity highs, I know pretty soon I will come into a crash. So I had a really bad like productivity crash yesterday where like I studied, but I was just like going through the motions and then I came home and there was just a lot of emotional burnt outness that was inside of me. And so I just kind of am letting myself take a little break, um, take a step back because rest is productive. And right now I need rest more than ever to make sure that I'm not getting like fully sick and also just to make sure that my mind is rested as well. So a low of this week is the fact that I am burnt out. So I was super productive, but again, when I'm going through these like productivity bursts, I feel like there's always like, it's like always a roller coaster. So like you're going up and then you go down and then you go up and then you go down. So 
this episode was definitely very needed right now for me because I'm very burnt out and I need a little therapy dupe action in my life. And I bet if you're listening to this maybe on a bad day or maybe right now having some therapy dupes that will just make you feel mentally better and invest some time into yourself and your mental well-being, it's so important. And so I hope that you can take away a couple of pieces of advice from this episode to hopefully allow yourself to feel a little better, a little more at peace and a little more grounded. I actually used to go to therapy, I think a little over a year ago, um, but it was more focused towards my eating disorder recovery and not really my mental health. And so after I stopped that, I never really went back because I didn't have like the best experiences with therapists and they're very expensive sometimes and sometimes you don't have the time. So this episode is very, it's very much for people who don't have a lot of time on their hands to like go to therapy appointments or who don't have the money because it is extremely expensive. And I think mental health, everyone talks about it, but it's not really like applied to throughout our like medical insurance, for example. So I think getting therapy is very difficult for many factors, whether that's time or money or whatever. And so this episode will hopefully help and just give you some ideas that aren't very expensive, that aren't very aren't very like time consuming, but there are little things that can just make you feel a ton better. So let's get into my favorite therapy dupes. First things first, I move my body. Now movement is so important because it just makes you feel better. It releases all of those happy chemicals and you feel so proud of yourself, even if it's not like huge movement. I think there are a lot of, you know, a comparison going on around social media where it's like, well, I can't, I don't have the time to do like a two hour run session or like go to the gym and lift. Like I don't have time or I don't have the energy for that. Well, that's okay. Movement doesn't have to be extreme every single day. I make it a point to move my body every single day, but that doesn't mean that I'm like doing crazy HIIT workouts and going like crazy with Stairmaster or weightlifting because personally, that's not going to make my body feel good. If you don't give your body the rest, not only will you not get results and your body will be very inflamed, but like mentally you're going to burn yourself out, not only from whatever is like already burning you out, like school or work, but like also working out and you're not likely to stay consistent with it. So I would highly, highly recommend for you to just move your body in some way, whether that is weightlifting one day, Pilates the next, a gentle stretch. It doesn't have to be long. Like this morning I woke up and not only was I feeling a little bit under the weather, but I think like I was burnt out. And so my original plan was to do some abs, some cardio, but then I just decided I'm going to do some gentle Pilates. It made my body feel so good because that's what my body was craving. I created a previous podcast episode, episode 26, I believe, where you can actually find it on only Spotify or Apple. It was never recorded for the YouTube or anything, but if you're interested, you can learn how intuitive movement can be related to discipline. The episode is called Intuitive Movement versus Discipline. Again, it's episode 26, and I talk about how the discipline is in the fact that you're moving your body every single day, but the intuition part is like you choose what you do. So one day it might be yoga, one day it might be weightlifting, one day it might be running. Like, of course, it's good to be sticking to a pretty good routine, like making sure you're hitting different body groups and whatnot, but like it's still very intuitive. And so weeks like this week, for example, where I was very mentally 
struggling kind of closer to the end where in the beginning of the week, I was weightlifting. I was doing my, you know, my normal leg days. And, but by the end of the week, I was a little burnt out. I think more academically rather than, um, you know, physically, but because mental and physical health is so intertwined, like I just didn't feel up to weightlifting or doing crazy workouts. So instead I was doing Pilates. Like I've done Pilates for the past like three days because that's all I've had the energy or the desire to do. And that is okay. Like there's no all or nothing. And I think one of my biggest issues that I've been working through is not putting labels on yourself. I think on social media, it's very easy to post like Pilates princess. Like that's your aesthetic. That's your label. Or like gym girl, like that's your label or like dark aesthetic or whatever. Like all of those like core aesthetics, like, you know what I'm talking about. And I think that's really not healthy because if you're putting yourself in a box, you don't let yourself explore other things. And for example, if you're normally a gym girl like me, you almost feel like this resistance to try Pilates because then you're like, it's not in the aesthetic. If you, if you know what I mean, like even sometimes I'm trying to post something to like Instagram, but it's like not in my aesthetic, if that makes any sense. I know a lot of you probably can relate to this, but like it's very hard because we humans do not fit one aesthetic. We are very complex beings. Like we we fit many aesthetics. We like many different things and we need to give ourselves the freedom to do whatever. So when it comes to movement, do whatever makes your body feel the best, especially on low energy and burnt out days, because that is just going to make you feel so much better. And again, it doesn't have to be crazy. 10 or 20 minutes is all you need. Um, you can work out at home. You can do a yoga, a Pilates from home. You can walk outside. Um, getting This is like a bonus tip, but getting outside in nature and taking a walk is like extra beneficial because you are getting that vitamin D. You are just improving your dopamine levels by getting outside. Second is journaling. Now, journaling is like so overhyped in the wellness world. I understand like the struggle where like it's like all you see, all of those like five minute aesthetic journaling routines, but I get the hype. I started journaling in 2021 and I never looked back. I journal every single morning and every single evening. I started off with like the five minute journal where you can get it off of Amazon, I believe. Like I'll show a picture right up there, but it's a little boring after like you do it. Like after I finished the journal once, like I was done because it was the same questions every single day. And I wanted something different. I wanted to spice it up. And so now I just literally have an empty journal. And in the morning, it's a little more structured where I write down three things I'm grateful for, three goals of the day, and also three affirmations. And actually these affirmations I share on my Instagram every single day. So be sure to follow me on there and click on my stories and just grab one of those affirmations for yourself. Um, and then sometimes I will journal like a really deep journaling prompt in the morning specifically because I feel like that's when I'm just a little more open-minded, a little more intuitive with what, you know, what my answer is going to be. And some of these journal prompts really go deep into like your history or like inner inner trauma and whatever. So definitely recommend to like search up on Pinterest for some journaling prompts, especially if you have like no idea what to journal Journaling prompts are the way to go. You get to know yourself on a deeper level. In the evening, I tend to do a mind dump. I literally write down everything that is on my mind. And I notice that when I do this, I am way more likely to go to bed with like a clearer mind. I'm able to go to bed faster and just fall asleep because my mind isn't worrying with all of the memories and the instances that happen throughout the day. Like I'm able to write it down 
close the journal and go to bed. It's very freeing and I highly recommend you to do that, especially if you are one that like you hold a lot of emotion in throughout the day. Letting yourself journal it all out in the evening is extremely important. And almost like you don't need to do it for a long, like how I mentioned how working out doesn't have to be for hours on end. You can journal for like five, 10 minutes. Like that's all you need. And some days, like I literally journal like three sentences, like that's it. But other days it's pages and pages. So I really do whatever will make me feel the best because I feel like if I force myself to do like a certain length or like have like it be too structured, I just won't stick with it and I won't be consistent. Journaling should be something you enjoy, not something you loathe. So if you're feeling very mentally not in a good spot, journal out your emotions, journal why you're feeling them, journal some things that you can do to make yourself feel better because, you know, you need to be able to release those emotions. Number three is meditation. Now, again, meditation is also extremely overhyped in the health and wellness space, but again, like journaling, there is a reason why. And before you say, I can't meditate, my mind is going a million miles per hour, there is no way I'm able to meditate, I would like to beg to differ. My mind is always going too. I'm kind of a workaholic. I'm kind of constantly thinking of ideas for the podcast, for school, for whatever. And so meditation allows me to like, it allows you freedom to control your mind, but you're not like trying to control your mind, if that makes sense. And that's why it is so, so important to just start. It needs to become like a daily practice. It doesn't have to be a long time. I started off meditating three minutes. Um, now I generally meditate five to 10, but I've have gone up to 20 minutes before. Um, it just depends on how my day is. Like I generally like to meditate in the morning. It kind of gives me clarity and that base layer, starting layer to be able to deal with my emotions and take deep breaths and be in tune with what my body is telling me. But if that doesn't work out, like this morning, I wasn't really able to meditate. I will meditate later in the evening. Um, it just depends. And meditation doesn't have to be like a weird voodoo thing. Um, for me, I'm Christian. So like, I'm not really tapping into like spirituality or whatever. Like for me, meditation is literally breathing. It is literally specific types of breathing, like the box method or body scan breathing. Um, sometimes I like to do um, like slow muscle relaxation breathing. So like all of these breathing techniques you generally learn throughout, um, you know, practicing it. And so if you're starting off, uh, start off YouTube guided meditations are really good. Cer certain apps, I like the Headspace app. Um, this isn't sponsored, but honestly, the Headspace app has helped me a lot and they also have a really good discount for students. So if you're a student, you can generally get a big, big reduction in the subscription service for Headspace to get all of their meditations. And they post different daily meditations. So I really like them. Um, guided meditations is generally the best place to start. And then as you kind of get used to meditating, you can meditate on your own. Um, again, breathing exercises and whatever. I love to meditate in nature as well. So it just depends on what you're feeling and how your emotions are like. Fourth is more self-care. Now, I know a lot of us have probably seen those aesthetic TikTok videos where it's like self-care to the max and we just keep scrolling by and saying, I wish I had time for that. Well, I would like to beg to differ that you have lots of time for that. It just depends on, you need to schedule it in and you can do other things while you're doing self-care. Like I like to put on a face mask while I do some homework or while I read a book and you need to schedule in times for self-care. I know you're probably sitting there and saying, well, I'm so busy. Well, self-care needs to become a priority. 
it doesn't have to be crazy. It can literally be just doing a face mask once a week. It can be lighting a candle and reading a book. It could be baking some cookies and, you know, enjoying them while watching your favorite Netflix show. Self-care can be anything and it can change depending on your mood. Um, in the summer, my self-care is like very like go outside, take a walk. In in the winter or the, you know, colder months of spring, you know, my self-care is more read a book and grab a cup of tea or a cup of hot cocoa. So it's very different depending on my mood. And, you know, self-care can also be, you know, skin, hair masks. It can be getting your nails done. It can be getting a massage. Like it can do whatever, you know, self-care can be whatever you make it to be as long as it's making you feel your best. Um, just make sure you're putting in time aside every single week for doing something. I personally love doing the shower where I, like, I shave, I exfoliate, I put on all of that body lotion and that makes me feel so good and so loved. But, you know, it depends like on mentally low days. Like today, I probably will take a little more time to read, um, sleep some more. Like it just depends on how I'm feeling. And so making sure that you're in tune with what you want and giving yourself that time, whether that's like an hour once a week, just to like be in tune with what you want and just some self-care and make yourself feel loved and whole and just cared for. Hi, Wellness Bestie. I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journal has just been launched by me. I created the journal that I wished I had during my eating disorder recovery. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you are fueling your body water trackers, emotional check-ins, intuitive eating training, different daily recovery challenges, and journal prompts, along with weekly chat sessions where I answer commonly asked questions about eating disorder recovery. You can purchase it by clicking the link below. It is affordable, but to make sure it's even more affordable, use the code wellnesswithlanapod, all caps and no spaces to get an extra 20% off. Let's get back into the episode. Fifth is talk it out. Now, I understand that like the whole point of therapy is to release those emotions and talk it out with a licensed professional. However, for those of us who don't have access to that, talking it out with a friend or a venting, you know, sister, a mother, like a father, a brother, like vent it, talk it out. Because if you hold in all of your emotions, like they're eventually going to burst. So I love talking it out and just releasing all of those emotions just to make myself feel better. I noticed that when I talk it out, especially my number one person is my mom. I just feel lighter. I feel like the burden is off me. Obviously don't abuse your relationship with these people to talk it out. They're like, they're not your therapist, but you know, if it's a very, it's, if it's a very strong relationship that you have within the, with the person and you know, they vent to you and you vent to them. Like, it's not like you're using them. Like you're both using your, each other. I think that's okay. But obviously like you don't want to get it to the point where like you're only complaining to them and you're only venting them because like that's not how you maintain a friendship but like if you have very close people and one of those things that you do is just talk and vent that's fantastic um definitely keep those people around in your life because it makes life a little bit easier a little bonus is have a five minute cry now i started doing these a while ago when i noticed that like if I didn't let myself cry throughout the week, I would just like not have a good Sunday when like I was at home all day. So what I do is I do five minute cries where if I'm feeling very emotionally drained, I'm feeling very, you know, tight and not good. What I do is I click the timer for five minutes and I allow myself to feel and cry and just feel sorry for myself pretty much. And after those five minutes are up, even sometimes before the timer hits, 
Like I stopped crying and I just feel so much better because I released all of that emotion and I allowed myself to have empathy and love towards myself. And because of this, like I don't have like mental breakdowns every Sunday. So if you need to cry it out, because sometimes crying literally just makes you feel so much better and lighter. Even if you don't have like a good reason for why you're crying, why you're upset, sometimes you just need to cry. Before we end the episode, let's do a quick Q&A with Lana. This week's question is how to not feel guilty when taking breaks. Now, as a workaholic and as a perfectionist and as someone who's constantly busy, I understand the shame sometimes you feel when taking some rest. Understand that it is okay and it is productive to take a break. There is nothing wrong with you. You deserve to take a break. You deserve to feel good and just to chill sometimes. Having these therapy dupes, having self-care acts, taking time to move your body and meditate and journal, that's not wasting time. You are investing it to become the best version of yourself. Make sure to schedule in, you know, activities during your self-care time. So you feel like you're still being productive. There's not as much guilt when you know, like I journaled and I stretched and I took a shower. Like you were still doing tasks. They might not be like doing schoolwork or making money, but they were still things that you got done. So be proud of yourself and just allow yourself to schedule in times to just be you, to just chill because otherwise like things are going to pile up and you're not going to feel good at the end of the ride. I hope you absolutely loved this episode. I hope you took some therapy dupes away um, for a mentally tough day or just any day, making sure that your mental health and your emotional well-being is being well taken care of. Make sure to click all of the links down below for the Healed Eating Disorder Recovery Journal, along with all of my socials, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.